0: HW Radio.
1: Are you fucking crazy? Yes,
0: I'm fiercely proud of it. Hello, you're on the air. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. You can't say that on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Hello, you're on the air. HW Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to HWA Radio here, episode 51. We are on, and joining me for the past 50 episodes and now one more is good old CR. You. <laughs> some people bust just getting ready to get ready to lubricate the pipes some people bust a move he busts a beer that's right <laughs> um going to start things off a little different this time because we don't have any change in the power rankings so there's really no need to reiterate them uh, especially the ones we don't like so we're going to pass uh, pass by that and uh just pretty much jump right into the show now these uh the the, the power rankings are determining uh the the, the pictures. i will say this much the picture is shaping up very nicely uh for the pay-per-view coming up here It's gets creeping up we're on we've got like six or maybe seven shows to go here and uh it looks like things are going to be very exciting for this big finale yeah, looking
1: forward to it, uh, building up to the big uh, big pay-per-view, and uh, we'll see how the titles are gonna play out, and who's going to be uh, who, our, who our final champions are going to be.
0: All right, and uh, we're going to start things off here with the ex- exhibition match that we saw, Lance Buttkiss versus Spooge. Uh, for the second time in so many weeks, we get to see a wrestler who is brand new to the HWA, yet uh, who has stepped into the ring many times. Uh, with Manus Nutsack uh, he's seen much success. Uh, very uh, was the, uh, the the Ohio Valley OVX of Ohio Valley Extreme Wrestling, and so they did very well there and uh i would think this was uh this going into the match uh that the success would translate at least a little bit to, to this being a good fight and I, I actually think that's what we saw
1: yeah i'd say old lance uh he uh, he represented himself quite nicely here against a uh, double tough customer in spooge uh at times he had his hands full and uh you know <laughs> these two uh like we said uh, hopefully it's not just too late for them uh gonna be tough to work them into the schedule but uh you know, maybe on to bigger and better things if we reboot.
0: Spooge having his hands full. That just uh, had a very bad visual in my
1: head. Like seeing A handful of Spooge.
0: <laughs> it goes cold so quickly. <laughs> I mean, oh, God, I was spit
1: up a damn beer. <laughs> <Jeez>.
0: every, <laughs> every once in a while, I got to bust him up. Uh, it's easy to say that, that Lance had plenty of re- replay-worthy moves, uh, not the least of which was a big frog splash off the top rope, but just all, all arms back and just all the body landed straight on them. Uh, showing that he could fly uh, with the best of them, at least. Uh, but uh, there was one moment that his flight was grounded. Uh, that was uh, Lance springboarding off the ropes, but Spooge was right there, and he speared him out of midair. We I saw a, a spear. Where I remember when uh, I think Katungi was up on the was dangling from the, one of the uh, TLC matches, and Bandit was on the top or top of the turnbuckle, and he just speared him right out of midair. That was very reminiscent of that. Uh, but uh, I mean, that to me was uh, just straight up Sports Center shit. There, really phenomenal.
1: Well, it certainly was a uh, high impact maneuver, and uh, I think Lance was a little bit worse for the wear after that move. Uh, could have been the beginning of his downfall.
0: Yes, yeah, Fujia. Uh, he had some great difficulty p- putting Butkus away, though. It's, uh, you saw the so many times uh, that we've seen before. Double duty is the sure way to uh, get the victory. And he, he hit Lance with the Spunk Splash first. Lance was able to kick out of that. He's not. He's not going to get pinned that easily. But uh, then he follows up with the Chode Choke Slam, getting up way up high. He takes the the oxygen out of you with the with, with that grip on your throat and then uh slams john down and uh, that's that's all the, the junk lance had in his trunk uh and that's a pin for spooge but uh, even more importantly uh, a message from the, to the ask coven uh that while bufu and damien uh, may have the largest share of the spotlight uh, spooge is not going away he's sticking around he's 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 determined uh to end this end this season uh on, on top as at least uh one of the top three uh in the hwa well certainly
1: uh you know he improved his chances here uh Unfortunately, uh, the people ahead of him didn't lose, so he's kind of holding steady. Uh, got to win against the newcomer, but like you said, uh, you got Bufu, who's the uh, Inter Horseman champion, and uh, coming up that looks like Damian Bloodlust is going to get his shot at the world title, and uh, the ass clown coming could uh, be in control of two of the three top titles uh, with another man uh, near the rankings for the third.
0: Yes, we have seen uh, the Ascalon Coven give up the titles often a lot, but uh, never holding on to them like they have been. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see if uh, who, who, who's who's uh, going up. Oh, of course, uh, uh, Lance, not Lance Butkus, but uh, uh, Gluteus Maximus. More butts. There's butts everywhere. Goddammit. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's 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 got the, the crosshairs on him. So and he's got the crosshairs on him more than that. We'll talk about that uh, shortly here. Uh, let's talk about this. The tag team hell or tag title hell in a cell. No tag team to hell in a cell. I keep mistype that. Uh, but it was corporate punishment and fuzz pigman uh, going up against bandit and mr q and i was interested in this one especially because this is the first time i think we've ever seen two stable mates taking on an interstable inter- team and right off the bat you have to be thinking Chaz is having a little bit of fun with this uh, th- this isn't like going up against the pairing like freezing quackers who are familiar with each other's work and they practice together or, or even a team like funny business that we haven't seen the- in forever but uh, bandit and q uh, have battled plenty uh, but the only uh, the only teamwork that they had and they did have a little bit of teamwork and it wasn't much here uh, we saw in the of the alignment match almost three months ago, and uh, th- I mean, regardless, this was going to be a handicap match for them, in a manner of speaking.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, on, on, on the flip side, we haven't seen uh, haven't seen Corporal Punishment and uh, Fuzz Pigman tag together really a whole lot. Uh, they, they, you know, they may be part of the same stable, but uh, they're not really an established tag team. Uh, Chaz just put his t- two most brutal guys in the ring, and uh, I think he was looking for them to uh, inflict a little bit of punishment, especially since it was inside the Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a lot of uh, it was. It was a lot of one. It was like two one-on-one matches going on in the, in the ring at the same time, and uh, every once in a while they'd switch it out. But uh, I did want to point out one example uh, of this uh, this mismatching before we moved on. Banda was in the camel clutch. Uh, he was, it was by Fuzz Pigman and uh, Q broke it up, but not by hitting Fuzz. He hit Bandit kind of like just uh, like a croquet ball, just knocking him out of the way. I don't know what the hell that was. Funny as hell, regardless. But uh, it wasn't to say that the Bandit and Q couldn't hold their own. Uh, uh, Q hit Fuzz with the, both the Ball and eagle Backbreaker and the F Five Ringer right around the same time that Bandit dealt out the Trans Ambush. And I mean, this was a golden opportunity for them. Uh, but uh, Chaz, uh, he had to be, at least to be a little bit concerned backstage when they saw that happen. Well, I'm sure he was, but you know, uh,
1: both of those guys, Fuzz and the uh, Corporal, you know, kind of notorious slow starters, uh, especially the Corporal. Uh, you know, he takes a lot of punishment, and then just it seems like to a certain point, once he's had enough punishment, somebody flips a switch and he kind of wigs out and says, "That's enough of that shit," and he just hits some of the barrage. But uh,
0: human capacity. Yeah, I'm sure he was.
1: Uh, he was. Yeah, he was probably sweating a little bit back there, but. Uh, uh, they, they they represented themselves quite well.
0: Yeah, the ending of this was actually very particular. And it's, it's a testament to the mayhem that goes on with these tornado, tornado matches. I mean, it's tough for the, the referee down there. It's tough for us as announcers to announce these damn things, too. But uh Fuzz nails cue with the battering ram. And this almost is always certain doom for any opponent. However, when he pinned, Rue Jones was, was focused on the corporal because the corporal had bandit in a leg bar. Uh, and he, he eventually did turn around, and it was a, they got the three count out of there. But what's that say about the battering ram? I went back and timed what the count would have been, and I came up with nine. A nine count of a single move, I mean, it just takes the life right out of you with that damn battering ram.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, I was really uh, really shocked at that point. I mean, uh, the corporal had the bandit, and it was kind like, of like the ankle walk submission. And I think Rue was so concentrated on whether the bandit was going to submit. He didn't see what happened behind him, and then all of a sudden, like you said, I mean, Fuzz had him down for a, a nine count, and it was just, you know, if, if you hit that move just right and you put that shoulder right up around the solar plexus area, that just takes everything out of you, the wind out of your sails. Probably, you're, you're so stunned you can't even move, and I think that's what happened.
0: Is that, you mentioned the, uh, the bandit almost trying to submit, or not get quite getting the submission. I imagine if bandits submitted, you'd be in your glory, <laughs> that gyrating porn mustache. Well,
1: either that or I wish the corporal would have just snapped his goddamn ankle.
0: Uh, well, I don't, uh, we haven't had any major injuries here. We've had some injuries, but uh, none, none major Put him on the shelf for a
1: while. That'd be nice.
0: <laughs> right before the pay-per-view. I'm sure you'd love that. Uh, Let's talk about this. Do we have to talk about this? See how much
1: he shakes his hip when he's on you know, crutches,
0: that <laughs> bastard! <laughs> Bust a hip uh, like an old man. Uh, this we're we are talking about this. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're we're going to talk about this not because it was the battle of the night and not because Saul shocked the world with his hidden wrestling ability or anything like that, but because it was so goddamn entertaining. Before the wrestlers even hit the mat, Saul's outfit. I, I mean, Jesus, I, I don't even know what to say about this. I'm like at, at a loss for words here. White as a ghost, skinny dude in a, a Hasidic Speedo. And I've got nothing but love for Saul. But, oh, man, I I can't, I can't even. God. Yeah,
1: and, he, and, he, and he topped it off by wearing uh, knee-high white socks and brown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> apparently nobody got him a pair of wrestling boots or whatever i don't know what the hell he was trying to do out there he looked like a i don't know jesus christ looked like a goddamn toothpick out there that's,
0: that's what you look like whenever you order your uh your wrestling supplies from wish <laughs> that's uh, they, they show you something they show you a big wrestler in these things and then you get it and you look like a dipshit but uh do we can we get uh saw on the line We're, we have a lot to talk about in this match but if we can we get him on the line i want to uh, there's some questions i actually wanted to ask him you got. The,
1: oh, I hope he's. He's probably soaking his balls in ice.
0: <laughs> that, that may very well be. Let's see if we can uh, see if we can get a hold of him here. Anyway, hanging out, of course, with uh, Chaz Segner, who's enjoying his time off from the the business to arrange matches.
1: Yeah, so well, this, is, this is Saul Goldberg speaking. How can I help you?
0: Hey, Saul. It's Keys and Cr from uh, HWA Radio. Oh, hello. How's everyone doing over there? We're doing pretty good. Uh, we saw your match on, on <laughs> let's see, it was last Friday. Oh, oh
1: boy. Yeah, that
0: match. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I, The first thing I, I got to ask you about this match, the, the, the bell rings, and Joe's charging in on you, and it looked like you raised up a hand to say, hey, can we talk about this? <laughs> Is that what actually happened?
1: Well, no, actually, I was I was just trying to get a timeout because I wasn't really ready yet. My, 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 my shoe was kind of untied. You know, he, comes, he kept charging me like some goddamn bull with a matador. I'm like, what the hell's he doing running at me like that? I gotta get prepared for this. I gotta ease into it. And he's oh, I just went, hey, time out. I just let me get my let me get my wits about me for Christ's
0: sake. <laughs> well, you did start laying in some moves in, into Joe, and uh, you had him off balance for a while. That was I was really pulling for you. Uh, even after he grabbed you by the nuts, you you were just firing on all cylinders. Now, did you have a, a modicum of hope at that point that you might be able to pull off this huge, one of the biggest upsets we would have ever seen?
1: Oh, geez, I was just trying to get out of my nuts in one piece for Christ's sake. You know, I'm trying to start a family. And he's got him all. Oh my God, you should see how purple and blue. They were after that match, oh my God, that, you know, that was just disgusting. That, that's just awful. What, what a me grab a man, but it, it, just stay away from my testicles for God's sake. And, and then i was down on the ground. He punched me right in the goods. Oh my God, did that
0: hurt? Oh uh, that that dick deflator. Yeah, <laughs> that, you didn't get up after that. You, you took the pin, but the, you see, still seem to have some uh, some some gumption in you. Uh, the, the big question, I guess, after the match of all people, uh, you nailed Kangaroo Jones with a fist. You laid him right out, and that, that's not like you at all. The Cr knows you. I know you, and that that just wasn't you. Were, were you just on some kind of maybe adrenaline high, or or did you actually have some sort of spite towards uh, Kangaroo Jones?
1: Oh, I'll tell you, that, that man, he, how can he let someone else grab someone like that and twist and turn it? And- <laughs> then, oh, my God. He, he just has some kind of decorum out there. He's got you, you know show your authority. You he said, like, you don't do that to a man. And, and then I, I don't know. I was just in so, so much pain. And, and, and Joe was like laughing at me. And then and, and all of a sudden, I just I just hit the first thing I saw. And I, I apologized to him after, afterwards back in the back there. But it was, you know, and I'm sure it didn't hurt that bad because let's face it, I'm a little pussy throwing that little punch it probably <laughs> hurting that much. But, you know, I tried to do what I could.
0: Well, that was a hell of an effort, there, Saul. And uh, well, you're probably not going to have to wrestle uh, anymore for the for the manager's title, at least until possibly the reboot. Oh God. Maybe God, you get some. Thank
1: you. I can't. <laughs> oh, geez, I don't even know why they put me in there to begin with. They just, uh, got a manager's license, got to wrestle. Okay, well, great. I almost got killed. Yeah, oh. you know, you know, I'll tell you what. The only, the only good thing was like, like when I got home later that night, Massado, she, she like really gave me a good, you know, took in my balls really good. Was giving me a little, you know, <laughs> thumb bath, and you know, she was uh, kissing him a lot and making sure they were okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's probably a little more than I needed to know, but uh, good. To, good to know that uh, she saw something. She saw the, the tiger within you, and uh, it, it brought out the the uh, pussy in her. <laughs>
1: well, oh, I'll tell you what. You know, I, I thought for a minute that she was gonna be teabagger or something. But, you know, it wasn't good for you <laughs> that, but you know, it was. It was still nice to have. You know, she was fondling me a little bit, and it made made me feel a little bit better. And, you know, and then of course she rolled me over on my stomach and strapped that thing on. Oh my God, it hurts so much. Oh Jesus!
0: Well, after getting punched around there, <laughs> probably the you know the. Nuts are the neighbors of the asshole, so uh, it's uh, the close relation. But uh, I guess he probably didn't hurt your. Well, she hurt your ass after he hurt your nuts. Yeah, you took a beating. I just, I'll just say that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't for, you know, I, I tell you what, you, you do what you got to do. But uh, you know, I, I, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> telling you, stop doing that stuff. You ever heard that song from Meatloaf? Honey, we gotta, we gotta stop doing stuff like this. I'm, I'm the man. I wear a goddamn pants. I'm you' put stuff in your ass.
0: <laughs> well. Thanks for joining. Hey uh, CR, do you have any questions for Saul?
1: No, Saul, I just wanted I want to compliment you on your ring attire there. I did, what made you think <laughs> that was a good idea?
0: Oh well, Jesus Christ,
1: I said I couldn't wear a suit or anything. It's not like I got like a, this entire wardrobe. And then, then I, they, they, they were someone was supposed to give me a pair of boots and they they didn't so I had to wear my goddamn dress shoes out there, and I was slipping all over the place. And it just it was, it was awful and I ran around in my little panties with like, Jesus Christ, I felt like <laughs> such a fool. You know, so I, I asked Mr. Sagner. he said he took care of it when I got to my locker, that's what was there. I was like, oh my God, he's going to be kidding me. And they had me wearing this little crazy bandana thing. I looked like from Joan, he loves Chachi or something. I don't know who <laughs> I am, but the Christ Almighty!
0: Well, I guess you broke a sweat. They wanted to make sure you were taken care of there. But, yeah, well, uh, well,
1: you know, keep, that, yeah, keep the sweat out of your eyes, so i see, see what's going, but uh, hey... I give you credit. You were out there. You took your beating like a man and, uh, you know, got yourself a little bit of a payday, but, uh, Hey, a little bit of experience for you. And, uh, you know, maybe your next match, you'll be ready to go. Oh, Christ almighty. There's not going to be another match. It's, if I got to resign, I'm, I'm not getting that goddamn ring again. It's awful.
0: Well, you can get a hold of whoever put out the bounty on, uh, Galitius Maximus, maybe get a little revenge against Joe after all that uh, nut pounding you took.
1: Now, I don't know about no bounty. I don't know what you guys are talking about
0: here. Oh, okay. Everyone's,
1: <laughs> just, everyone's trying to say that it's a You know, I write the checks for God's sake. I'd know if there was a million dollars floating around out there or something. You, you know what? I, I heard that that I heard the bounty's being paid off in Japanese yen, so maybe I'll talk to that goofball fugu.
0: <laughs> and if, if it's a million American dollars in Japanese yen, you're going to need a dump truck to carry all that shit. He's, he's probably trying to
1: probably, probably trying to pay off the health department or something for Christ's sake. God last time I did this goddamn restaurant the shit's for three days. Oh my god, I just spent the whole time on the toilet. My ass was so raw from
0: wiping. Oh Jesus Oh Lord. Saul's great to talk to you, but uh Yeah, Saul, that's
1: every time we talk to you a little bit of too much information for us, but uh <laughs> you get back to work there and uh we'll talk to you next time. Oh, all right, well, it's always nice to talk to you guys, but yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ice up my balls again and get some work done. <laughs>
0: Jeez. All right, well don't get uh, don't get them too. You know, like uh, frosty blue balls end up like the snowman. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the- I, I'm supposed to snow cut up his ass, son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, so we'll talk to you soon
1: all right i gotta go i gotta go someone's coming i ordered some takeout i gotta go get my gotta go get my corned beef and just draw <laughs> me i'll
0: see you later i'll see you hopefully, all right, goodbye. hopefully things are going good for his uh, restaurant there I, I tried to stop by for a brisket but i just couldn't get a seat there was a
1: yeah old I a, guy, we forgot to ask him how the old uh cowboy deli's going there i don't
0: know it must be doing pretty good because like i say they asked if i had a reservation it's like you know if i'm fucking hwa announcer here it's like they don't give a shit so oh well maybe i have to have to get some more stroke in that town but i
1: don't then, know last time i went they let me bypassed the line and gave me a seat right up front.
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch. Who, who is my agent? Which one of you assholes is my agent? Your daughter.
1: She's sick. Well, you know, I I I, I, uh, I I called ahead and told him I'd be there about about what time, so they were looking for me.
0: So. Uh, okay, maybe I gotta maybe I get a call on a reservation next time. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, handicapped tornado match we had. <laughs> Aaron Varhola versus Nigel Sark and Iron Lipschitz. We talked about Chaz having some fun when he scheduled this uh, mish- mismatch of uh, Q and Bandit, but uh, this is on a different level. Aaron Varhola having to fight these two massive. Beasts of men at once. Uh, th- there was not going to be any competition here. This is just spiteful malice, partly partly from Chaz himself, naturally, but also for his close friend Keyes, I'm sure that uh, Keys has uh, really uh, talked to him about this. Hey, Aaron, he's he's still uh, all up and uh, up and uh, got his kotex in a knot about this? Uh, uh, getting the upper, he's got the upper hand as of late, but uh, getting getting the drop, losing that manager's belt. Man, some of just a, a real grudge holder.
1: Well, let's not forget he lost the manager championship, and then they had the, uh, the tag match where he got busted open by Aaron, and you know ended up getting pinned by concrete. And um, so maybe there was a little bit too. Maybe Chaz was doing this to uh, help out Keys. I don't know.
0: A little bit of uh, my entrance there, my my man's entrance theme or there, because it, the- it, 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 it. It may be uh, payback for the liberal lawyer snafu bullshit. Uh, oh, that could be very well. Yeah, okay. So, uh, liberal lawyer. We haven't seen him in a while. I wonder if he'll show up uh, at the pay per view for anything. But uh, hopefully not. Hopefully he's. Uh, if you want
1: to look for the liberal lawyer, just look in the mirror when Aaron Warhol is there That's who it is. God, <laughs> he fooled anybody. That dumb
0: son of a bitch. Yeah, you'll never see him in the same place at once unless they got some uh, goof goofball dressed up as him. Uh, one funny thing I noticed about this early on in the match was the unwillingness of Nigel and Hiram to actually lay into Aaron. Uh, they did a lot, a, lot of, a lot of what you call the popcorn move with the head and the neck, trying to bend that out. And there were some collarbone clutches there, but they didn't really heat up for for him until it was it was after the, he got the pain bow on Nigel. That was impressive. I mean, I'm no I'm no Aaron fan at all, but that was impressive. Picking that big man up and slamming him down. It had to be adrenaline. Uh, but this had to be a little disappointing for Chaz though. Early on in the match, uh, he, he, I'm sure he wanted something much more intense uh, from these uh, proverbial hitmen, you might call them.
1: Well, I got to tell you, you know, uh, they were really working over Aaron's neck. I thought they were trying to twist his head right off. <laughs> I'm sure he said, bring me the head of Aaron Barhul on a platter. And that's what they were trying to do. But uh, damn it, they just couldn't twist that son of a bitch off of there. But uh, yeah, if, and it, I'll tell you how he did. It. He's probably goddamn steroid on horse steroids over there trying to get ready to, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he cheats. We know he cheats. Horse steroids, horse. as opposed to all he the horse. He
1: was probably wearing a goddamn iron truss under his shirt and everything else,
0: for God's sake. Or horse laxatives, as people are trying to take for uh, COVID. I don't know what the hell that is. Don't want to mix those two up, especially if you're going to go in the ring with a guy. But uh, yeah, I mean things things did spark up for uh, for, for after Aaron's move. If he pulled that off, Nigel uh, he went for the uh, not Nigel. Uh, it was a uh, uh, fuck it was, uh, uh, Hiram uh, who went for the dradle of doom. And then uh, one move later, you had. Uh, you had Nigel with the full frontal crew to the, and that was all over Aaron, Aaron's face went three feet wide across the mat when he got slammed down. There's just no getting up from that. Uh, but I will say, let's, let's say that, uh, keys, uh, was part of this and he th- threw a little donation Chaz's way. And, uh, well, he definitely got his money worth, worth uh, when I'm talking about that, not, not that I'm accusing him of saying, don't be telling him that. Shut up. Uh, just, I'm not accusing him of paying for this setup, but, I mean, you still got to wonder. It's kind of in the back of your head. But, uh, I mean, he, he, well, he does get a cut from the T-shirt sale, so he's got a little money to, to throw around. No, no, no. That That doesn't like Keys. I don't think so.
1: Well, I think if he was spending money anyway, he might have shipped some over to Fugu and uh, have Nigel do his dirty work. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah, Aaron was a little worse for the wear at the end of that match. Uh, and uh, i tell you what, old CR didn't shed one
0: tear for that bastard. <laughs> Neither did I, for, for that matter. <laughs> Let's talk about the, uh, the main event here, of course, was the tag title match between the Trailer Park Posse and FU Incorporated. And uh, uh, so we get this. Uh, this looked to be a good one, actually, uh, with some one notable stipulation. Now, uh, this is a tag team match. There's no tornado. It's just straight up uh, one-at-a-time bout. And that had to throw both of these teams off a little bit. It would, it would have been equal. Uh, the posse is, is always geeked on Crank, and uh, they're not usually aware that the, of their other partner most of the time. And then FU, well, they just thrive on chaos. Uh, so it had to be tough for either of these teams to, to dial it back to, uh, what would you call it, a professional uh, tag team level?
1: Well, yeah, it was a straight-up uh, you know, normal tag team, which most of our title matches are. Uh, you know, and you have to learn to work together. And I, I think... Uh, I, I'm very surprised because if, I think F.U. Inc. is still a work in progress, to be quite honest with you. I, I still think at times there are communication problems between the Sultan and, and Ketungi, and uh, I don't think Saul speaks any of their languages, so he does he's not much <laughs> help out there. And, of course, the posse, they're just used to hitting anything that moves because they're so screwed up they don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Well, this uh, th- this match almost got called a one-on-one battle between Roscoe and Salton, I can say that much. Uh, once they got in there, there was no interest at all in tagging. Uh, I don't know if it's just ego or once again, but these... I mean, it, it's a fatal mistake for a tag team, but if both teams are guilty, it's kind of a wash. Uh, but there was one moment that uh, where I saw Arrogance get the best of Roscoe. <laughs> Roscoe had just pulled off a, a belly-to-belly suplex and just started showing off. Salton pops right up and <laughs> give him a flying bitch slap. Ha ha ha! This this was a, uh, you call that a lesson in humility from the Iranian. He just doesn't, he will not take shit like that. Yet, last thing you want to do uh, is show off in front of the Sultan.
1: Well, yeah, you're exactly right. But, you know, you talk about the tagging. One one interesting thing that I noticed was when the Sultan was in there a couple of times, he was, like, going towards his corner for for a tag, and old Katugi just jumped off the apron down to the floor. Huh. I didn't notice. And, and he was, just, and and he, and like, pointing at him. Like, no, you go. You do it. You know, I, so like I said, I think there's like, sometimes a little bit of a communication gap there. But, uh yeah, we always know you know, we know the Sultan feels here. He, he was, he's gonna make you humble. And if you uh you know, you pull that fancy crap on him, you you saw what you got. <laughs> yeah. Popped you right with a little little slap right there in the face. And then you really pissed him off.
0: Oh yeah. And then he was all over him. Uh, well, well, we did eventually see Katungi and Merle tangling. They got uh, back in. Uh, I think Katungi tagged in first, then Merle found his way in. But uh, Merle tried a big drop kick from the top turnbuckle that missed. Uh, and then Katungi came off off the top rope with the flying knee that uh, there's so much weight coming down. I think it set off some of the car alarms in the parking lot. Uh, but it was the, in fact, the tried and true jungle judgment that Merle, uh, that he retained the gold, they retained the gold, I should say, Salton and, uh, Katungi. And, uh, well, uh, let's look ahead here. Cause, uh, the trailer park posse is kind of out of the running, uh, for, for the rest of the, the season. Oh, looking the next season, uh, the upcoming competitors for them, uh, for FU Incorporated, will be, in fact, Eurotrash uh, in a few weeks. A uh, very different opponent from the posse. Uh, much more meticulous and organized. Uh, what do you think FU, FU needs to do? What kind of adjustments to their game uh, are they going to need to lock in those belts for Hella Blue?
1: Uh, Communication is going to be the key. Uh, they need to have some crisp tags. Uh, they, they can't have one guy try to do all the work. Uh, Eurotrash, uh, of course, managed by the Megalomaniac. Uh, however, they are former champions. They're an experienced team. They've uh, worked together quite a bit. Uh, they're they're very smooth with the tags, uh, cutting off the ring, keeping a man in the bad pace uh, part of the ring. So it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a monumental task for them. And uh, you know, Saul's going to have to be up to the uh, up to the challenge as well, unless uh, Chaz feels that this is too important a match and he comes out with the ringside to uh, you know uh, to give his assistance uh, any way he can. But. Uh, yeah, I think that it's going to be – the key is going to be communication. And they've just got to keep up their brutality. You know, don't don't take your foot off the gas. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they're going in uh, as the champions or they're going to be uh – you know, also Rams.
0: Yeah. I, I don't see them uh, letting up on the throttle anytime soon. Those guys are, they, they got, they got two speeds. They got sleep and they got full tilt. So that's about it. All you're going to get from them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck to Euro trash. You're going to Cause the guy's going to get your Euro asses beaten. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say that. I'm not supposed to take sides. Um, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the upcoming show here. We do. We normally do take sides here, uh, one way or another, just to, to vote, to see who, who's there, who we think is going to win the following week. And uh, we start things off with a steel cage match with Ab- a Abana- Bonita chop a cock off versus mosh pit margo this is an interesting one here this is uh you got you got one big brutal russian woman who's uh who's got the the, the basically the charisma the uh i would say the the charm of uh, corporal punishment <laughs> and then you got the this one bubbly little uh, the mosh pit uh punk rock girl going up against her and Let's see, a steel cage match. I think I'm going to have to go with Ivana in this, because if it's a regular match, Mosh Pit, she got so many weapons at her, her arsenal, uh, and uh, she might be a little quicker to get up on the cage, but Ivana Chappacaca, it's a Chappacaca, try chopping a tree down is more like it, because that's a, that's what you're going to basically have to do to her. So I, I, I think uh, Ivana is going to uh, climb the cage and, and get out of there, leave Mosh Pit Margot in, in a puddle of her own uh, piss and shit. <laughs> well, you know,
1: it's funny. You would make that uh, connection between uh, Ivana and the corporal, because uh Rumor has it they were seen canoodling in a back booth at uh, one of Saul's
0: uh, cowboy delis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was that on TMZ? I think I, I must yeah, have I missed that I, I don't know if we're doing. I don't know if the corporals get into foreign relations,
1: if you will. But uh, <laughs> getting uh, into it anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, my God, how'd you like to piss her off? Huh? <laughs> I'd be afraid to. I'd be afraid to fall asleep around her. I can tell you that.
0: Much. With a name like that, I mean, it's, it's practically an advertisement for circumcision or castration.
1: Plus, uh, unless I was wearing one of those chastity things on my goods. I don't know, but, uh, I've only seen that in movies. So I don't know really anything about that, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Russian in this one. I think she's, uh, kind of smarting after her last performance, she didn't perform too well and, uh, putting her inside a cage. I think that's just going to up to brutality, uh, a couple of notches. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a I feel bad for the mosh I think, uh, uh, she's going to get uh, worn out like a Texas mule. <laughs>
0: uh, after that episode, or after that match we have the I ex- guess exhibition match between Sabu and Bones McIntyre. Now I, a little uh, little follow up. A little, did my homework on this one. I'm going to actually pick Bones McIntyre because he's gone up against Chaz's wrestlers a lot, and I think he's dialing it in. He hasn't done so well. He's he's, he's got some losses under his uh, under his name uh, in that category. But uh, uh, Sabu Sabu has not uh, wrestled a whole lot uh, to, uh, to my recollection as of late, and uh, I think he. he Possibly could be a little rusty, but the most most important factor for me right now is that Bones has uh, his finger on the pulse of CSE, and uh, I'm, I'm picking him to win this match.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to go with Sabu. Uh, you know, it's an exhibition match between Chaz and the Megalomaniac will be out there, and we all know Chaz likes to do everything he can to help his guys win, and uh, Sabu is kind of, uh, he, he had a, he, uh, his last outing against the Goldfather, was kind of lackluster, and I think he's looking to uh, get himself uh, set up for the pay-per-view to see if maybe he can get in the title picture. And, uh, we'll have to see what happens, but I'm going to go, I think Sabu is going to be uh, a little bit pissed off. I think he's going to be the chip on his shoulder and, uh, I'm going to go with the big man for that.
0: Okay. So a little split there. After that, we have the women's championship here, pretty much Scarlet versus morning Glory hole. Uh, the obvious pick would be morning Glory hole, but like I say, there, e- even Sabu with his, his streak of uh, eight, eight defenses or six defenses, something like that. Uh, he had the crumble at one point or another, uh, though, morning glory hole she wants she wants this to take this belt to the pay-per-view uh more than ever and she is going to have one more one more defense that she is going to have to have after this match with pretty much scarlet so uh let's say that's a long road for her uh, i am going to give morning glory hole a slight advantage for this but the next time ne- next match if she wins this one in her next title match i, I think it's going to be a tall order for her but uh, for, for this time i'm going to go ahead and pick morning glory hole
1: oh yeah you know she's she's uh <laughs> Uh, hold on to that that title credit a long time, and of course uh, she has Chaz to thank for some of it because uh, let's face it, uh, he's he's probably got her a couple of wins with his shenanigans. So, uh, <laughs> and he'll be at ringside for this one, so that's why I'm going with Morning Glory. All
0: right. Uh, after that, we have a handicapped tornado match, and oh, geez, another one. <laughs> Chaz is just having too much fun with this. It's going to be oh, Chaz himself is going to be in this with Katungi going up going up against Deuce Albino. <laughs> God damn it uh deuce i yeah I, i'm not a fan of deuce uh either especially the smell when he, he after he uses the bathroom it's contaminated for at least a week uh i've had to just take the shitting at home or holding it in but uh regardless uh deuce albino is going to get destroyed uh my question is who's going to be the the uh the guy who pins is it going to be Chaz or is it going to be katungi and i think it's got to be Chaz in this case because katungi he has no real ill ill will towards uh deuce albino he just goes out there Chaz says russell this guy beat him up and he does and he goes uh, But Chaz Chaz is not a huge fan of Deuce And uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Chaz uh, For the pin In this handicap match
1: Well uh, you know I'll tell you what You know uh, Katungi He may not uh, have a problem With Juice Albino But he also knows The guy that uh, pays the bills And puts them up In these nice hotels And takes them out To nice dinners So uh, whatever Chaz wants Chaz is going to get here Out of Katungi And uh he wants him to squash Deuce Albino like a grape, that's what's going to happen.
0: I think there is going to be some deuce. Somebody's going to squash a deuce. <laughs> I think they're going to have
1: to be cleaning the matter for this one because I think the, the Admiral's going to shit himself at some <laughs> point during this match.
0: Yes, unless he's got those industrial <laughs> depends or something like that on. After that, we have, oh, here it comes. This is going to be the great one. I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be the world championship. It's going to be finally Damian Bloodlust going up against Gluteus Maximus. And I got to go, well, pro- I would probably go with Damian anyway, because he's just, he's such a dynamo out there. He's just a, a, a path or a form of destruction that you want nothing to do with. And uh, Gluteus Maximus, uh, he's he's good, but I don't know that he's, uh, he's that top quality. Regards. Aside from that, D- Galudis has been getting his ass kicked backstage. All right, but not even in, in uniform. He's got uh, he got his ass beat by uh, it was Big Sid first came around. Uh, then you had Boris Jabronovich who, who pal drived him. Onto, uh, we, uh, we didn't even mention that this last show. Powell drived him onto, onto uh, uh, it was Derek, uh, Derek Pissoff's desk uh, right in front of him. I know Derek Pissoff looked like somebody you might be familiar with, but no, that, that's actually what Derek looks like. And uh, I mean, Gluteus, if, if there's anybody else going after this bounty, uh, he's going to need security uh, like 24-7 to keep it away. Because if it happens, he's, he's definitely not going to have a chance. He's just been beaten way too much.
1: Well, like you said, I, I was going to mention that myself. That uh, you know, Let's not forget old Boris Javronovich worked him over during the last uh, show. So, yeah, he's, he's had his share of beatings. And uh, I don't know, you know, that, that bounty just keeps getting uh, keeps getting mentioned and fingers are being pointed. But uh, I don't know if anybody's collected any money yet. So we'll see what happens this time around. But I am going to take, uh, I think, I think uh, you know, Glutius was he wrestled a, a great match against Fuzz Pigman. I think Fuzz and, and Chaz will be the first one to tell you that they, they took this guy lightly kind of took it as a joke uh, Chaz was incensed when he ended up uh, winning the belt and uh, i think there's a little bit of uh, i think deep down Chaz is rooting for damien in this one and, and he wants him to tear Glutis apart and i think that's good i think that's bad i think we're gonna have ourselves a new world champion
0: all right uh so with that we got uh we got some rumors about the that the bounty so you you heard it was being paid out in yen uh, so that, that kind of points—it's kind of obvious—pointing to uh, Mr. Fugu. I actually heard it was going to be paid out in Bitcoin, which uh, is uh, kind of the, the it's, I wouldn't say it's the corrupt way to pay for things. It's just uh, very, very on the uh, very dark uh, black ops type of thing uh, payment for that. So we're going to see uh, see how that develops over the over the next week or so. Hopefully we'll get some more information on that for you. Uh, other than that, uh, be sure to join us on, on Friday. Another great show is going to be you to look forward to is, uh, what we just talked about. Uh, that's at 10 o'clock PM on Eastern time, whatever, whatever time zone you're in. I don't know if I could figure it out. It, uh, what do I care? But, uh, <laughs> it's hwaroles.com. Uh, hwarules.com, uh, subscribe and, uh, be sure to hit that bell to get reminders. And of course you're listening to HWA radio here on anchor.fm and, uh, okay <laughs> i heard wind chimes yeah. uh we uh what was that a message oh somebody gave me a message uh, that's right um uh, sorry uh, let me get, get back to track here anchor.fm slash hwa hwa rules uh for hwa radio uh, put that on your podcaster you'll get them every week so with that uh let's uh i guess we're going to be signing off here any closing words uh from cr here no
1: just looking forward to the next show see if we find uh, have a city champion and uh looking forward to steamrolling towards hell blue
0: all right so with that uh thanks for joining us join us on friday for the show and uh, join us every week here on hwa radio we'll talk to you guys soon